Welcome to The Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to this episode of The Determined Mom Show. I am Amanda Tento, and I have with me the fabulous Tasha Booth. She is the CEO and founder of The Launch Guild, and she also hosts the How She Did That podcast. So welcome, Tasha. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, definitely. So I want to kind of go back to how this episode came about. And um, (laughs) it came about because I saw a post on your Facebook page or on your Facebook profile where Mm -hmm. you were saying like someone was like basically saying, no, you're not a real mom because you're not a stepmom. And I was like, whoa, I can't believe, first of all, I can't believe that someone would say that to you. (laughs) And then two, I think that is just completely wrong because you know it doesn't matter if you gave birth to the child so that's like exactly like saying you're not a a real mom because you adopted your child like yeah it doesn't make any sense like logic is not there so I wanted to talk to you about it well thank you and I I so appreciated how many people came to my defense in that you know in that post and everything because I was really heartbroken that basic basically what it was was that I was a part of this summit for moms and one of the people were like you know well she's a stepmom so it doesn't basically it doesn't count and everything and while I understand that like you know, being the the mom who raised the girls and everything is totally different than my role as a stepmom. I think it's valuable. And I think that the girls see me as so valuable in their lives. And I've, I've brought to their lives things that even their mom, you know, um, hasn't been able to bring like different perspectives and that sort of thing. And anytime somebody asks, you know, my husband and I like, do you have any kids? I always say, yeah, I have two, you know, two girls and, and I feel that way about them. And so when somebody challenged that, it was kind of the first time somebody had, I guess, said that to me in that way. And so, yeah, I was really hurt. (laughs) And I can understand that it makes, Mm -hmm. you know, I, again, I think it just makes no sense. And it's something that probably comes from some sort of issue or some sort of, right. You know, moment of pain in that person's past. And then they kind of reflect it or deflect it onto you, which is not okay. Uh, But it, is good because it sprouted this episode and it allowed us to, you know, kind of bring this conversation up. And it's not something that I've really encountered people talking about a lot. Um, but I don't know what your background is, but I am a stepchild. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. My, so I was also a stepchild. My stepdad actually passed away last year, but he was mm-hmm. an amazing stepdad to me, you know, and um, my, my biological dad, um, he passed away about 17 years ago, I think. And so he was amazing, you know, when he was around and when my mom remarried and, and my stepdad was amazing too. And so, yeah, we, I'm, I don't know, you know, your experience, but in my experience, like my step parent was just like a parent to me, you know, yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. And he would never probably have said, I don't have a daughter. Right. Or exactly. I'm not a dad. Like, it right. doesn't, yeah. So exactly. exactly. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And what I think I found is, you know, there are, you can throw a stone and find another resource for moms, you know, and for new moms and moms of teenagers and everything. But I think that people don't acknowledge that there's a learning curve that you have to pick up really, really quickly when you are a step parent, you like, so my girls are 12 and um, 14, right. And Grace is about to be 15, Mara is about to be 13. 
And so, you know, their mom and, and Scott, my dad had 13 years, you know, to get used to them and everything. And I I've been in their life since I think Grace was 10 and Mara was um, eight. And so, but even like eight and 10, you know, there were all those years of getting to know them and their personalities and their experiences and experiences and everything that I didn't get. And so it was kind of the cliff notes version of getting to know these humans. (laughs) Yeah. And you're, Mm -hmm. you're stepping into also as a step parent, different development, developmental stages of that child's life. So like you said, you're, you had an eight-year-old and a 10-year-old and then, Mm -hmm. or 11-year-old. And then all of a sudden you have to like, not only know those ages, but then you have to kind of like figure out what's going to happen. You know, there's no cliff notes, like you said, like, it's just not there. So exactly. Yeah. And so, and I, I, there's probably resources out there, but I just ne- have never come across resources specifically for step parents in that way and understanding, you know, the, the journey and just um, how it, it's different and also super duper fulfilling too. Like mm-hmm. it's, I, you know, I think I am so lucky for having the amazing girls that I have. Um, and we've been, we've had it really easy in a lot of ways in terms of just like integrating into family together and, you know, becoming this blended family, but yeah, not still not easy, easy. (laughs) Yeah. It's not exactly a walk in the park, but it's also not the worst thing in the world because you have these two amazing human beings that you get to like nurture and love and, you know, absolutely help. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. So what do you find are some of those unique challenges that you have faced being a stepmom other than, you know, obviously that stigma that you've already faced. Right. I would say knowing, I want to say, like, I'm going to say it this way and then I'll explain it a little bit more, but like knowing my place in it, you know what I mean? Because especially when I first was their stepmom, you can't go from like this person's new, not really in our lives. Cause Scott, um, my husband and I were together like for three years before we got married. And so they knew me for, for that long, but more so like the, the responsibility of parent of being the parent and being the, that adult figure, you know, in their lives and also like discipline and those sorts of things. And so, um, Scott has been amazing with that. And we just had a lot of conversations on the front end in terms of, okay like if something happens and they're with us you know in our house like what do you like do you want me to just tell you and let you handle it like what do you you know how do you want that to go um and so we had a lot of conversations on the front end in terms of what he felt comfortable with what I felt comfortable with especially in terms of discipline and like I said the girls are amazing so it's very easy to be like hey your room's a mess go clean your room or like pick up that dish you know um but our youngest is the one that I know that as she gets to be older she's going to be the feisty one yeah and so even from the beginning I was like the minute a door is slammed in this house I'm just letting you know that the hinges will come off (laughs) you will no longer have a door you know I love it setting those ground rules now yeah yeah, exactly. So I think that those sorts of things and also wanting to be very protective of the relationship they had with their mom and not step on those toes. And so wanting to make sure that like, for example, Grace is a, is a dancer and I grew up as a dancer, I was a professional dancer for years. And so she and I share a love for dance. And so when she started doing like dance recitals and competitions, like I wanted to take her to Sephora to learn how to get her makeup, like how to do her makeup and everything. And so I made sure that like, I communicated that with her mom first to make sure that that was okay 
okay because I didn't want to like ruin that first time moment for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so those, those types of things are, have been difficult to some kind, sometimes maneuver and to just know like what, what is okay, I guess. Yeah. And I love this conversation also for another reason. And that is because I feel like our generation is much more emotionally mature than our parents' generation. Yes. And I say this in multiple episodes because it just comes up a lot, but you know, the fact that you can have a relationship with her mother mm-hmm. or with their mother yeah, and, you know, be respectful and make sure that you're, you know, reaching out and making sure that you're not stepping on her toes is like huge, first of all, for you as a person. Mm -hmm. But then also I see that in a lot of my friends who are divorced and who are co-parenting with multiple parents and multiple families and all of those things. But I'm just so proud of our generation in the fact that like, okay, we're not doing it the same way that our parents did where no one ever talks. Like there's just like this arrangement. And then the kid gets out of the car and gets in another car (laughs) and like, (laughs) like nobody ever talks about anything, you know? Right. Absolutely. So yeah. 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 And it, it definitely, that was another, you know, hurdle. It definitely has been a progression and it's improved so much over the years and, you know, wasn't sunshine and flowers and butterflies from the beginning, Mm -hmm. but now, you know, uh, so they live in Chicago with their mom and we live in Albuquerque. And, um, sometimes if my husband has to work or whatever, when we're going to pick them up, like he always flies out to pick them up and everything. If he has to work or something, I'll go and fly out and pick them up and everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so of course, um, I see their mom, like, you know, during, during that and stuff, and it is conversation and cordial and all that stuff. And, and that is what I wanted. And I've even said to Scott, I was like, I think in another couple of years, like we should try a whole family vacation with like all of us. That would be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you all are embracing each other. I think that's mm-hmm. a very, very important part. Um, I know in my family that did not happen. It was like yeah. the opposite of that. It's like, you know, like everybody thinks that someone else is something and right. everybody has hard feelings about everything. And yeah, it's just, it just doesn't make sense to me to do it, it that way. Cause yeah. it, the kids are the ones that are going to suffer when anything like animosity or hard feelings or any of that is harbored in a relationship, they're going to know and they're going to feel it. And they're going to also hold it against you when you're an adult or when they're adults. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think in the beginning when things were still kind of wonky and and rocky to an extent, Mm -hmm. um, especially my youngest felt that and it was hard for her to be okay with liking me. Like you could tell that she wanted to like me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Um, but at the same time, she, she kept her guard up and kind of kept her distance. And I think it was because she was worried that her mom would be upset for her liking yeah. and accepting me, you know? And then once she saw that, like her mom and I were fine and everything, like she's great now. And like, you know, every once in a while, she's not big on like calling or texting, but every once in a while she'll like call and text me and like, tell me about something in school and stuff. And, and I just love the fact that like, I'm even thought of in that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that you said that she had that, you know, hard time liking you because I know in like, I've, had a hard time liking my stepdad for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's not even just that whole, like replacing my dad thing that kind of happened, but it's also like his personality and my personality were like, not totally cohesive at all. Like (laughs) it was like two completely different, like, yeah, like there was Mm -hmm. no, uh, cohesiveness there. So, um, I definitely gave him a lot 
of headaches as a yeah. stepchild over the years. <laughs> and I still, I don't know, I don't do it anymore. So that's good. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, when I was younger, I mean, I just like defied him in every per, yeah. you know, possible way. And it's just right. because we didn't have that same thinking and personality and all of those things. So I think it's really nice that you share those commonalities with your daughters as well. Thank I think you. that's, I think that's a really, really nice thing. Thank so. you. <laughs> Do you have any advice for thinking back to when you, you know, first met your husband and you're, and he's like, Oh, I have two daughters. And you're like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm sure that probably happened. I can imagine it. Yes. <laughs> um, so when you think back to that moment, like what, kind of advice can you give to someone that is in that moment and like thinking about like, Oh, is this something that I really want to get into? I know that when I was in my twenties and I was dating people, I avoided people with kids like the plague because I was like, I am not ready to be a mom. Right. I am not ready. And I don't want to like inherit a child just because I'm not ready to be a mom. I'm not ready for any type of responsibility, but, um, you know, when you're thinking about getting into a relationship with someone that has kids, there are those thought processes and things that go through your head. So do you have any wisdom that you can share with us? Yeah, I would definitely say communication and grace are the two keys. So communication and communicating with your partner and being really honest about like where you're at and like what you need. Um, And so even to this day, so I'm a person who I'm definitely an extrovert, but I'm also an introvert in, in that I just need a lot of recharge time. And when I am not like working or on, like I like being off and that means like on the couch watching TV while TikTok, you know? Yeah. And so when the girls are here, that's a very different dynamic. And my husband now knows that even when they're here, I'm going to need like two hours of just like close the door, go in, go in our bedroom and chill out by myself time, you know? Yeah. And he honors that about me um, and knows that that's just something I need. So being honest and upfront about what you need and about like the fact that the dynamic in your house is going to change and those changes are going to take time, which is the whole grace part, you know, in terms yeah. of giving yourself the grace to just be like, Hey, this, this feels wonky or like I, I deal with a lot of feelings of feeling selfish sometimes because like when they're here and they drink the last of the orange juice, I'm just like, oh, I wanted that orange juice you know? yeah. because I'm used to just it being there. You yeah. know? And so those little things that you don't even realize that you do um, or that you did do before you were a step parent and all of a sudden you have to accommodate these new people in your life, like that's a big change for them, but it's also going to be a big change for you. And it's okay. If it doesn't always feel great. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's great advice. And I will be honest. I get mad at my kids for the same thing. So (laughs) I'm doing it right. (laughs) I'm just saying like, that's just a normal mom thing. So you're doing it exactly how you're supposed to. Um, so yeah, they will, uh, drink the last of anything or eat the last of anything. And I'm like, um, I was saving that. And they're like, Oh, well, (laughs) I know. I am just so happy that they're finally out of like the watching the Disney channel ad nauseum stage, you know, Mm -hmm. and now they're, they're okay with watching like CSI and like law and order and everything. And I'm like, okay, finally like shows that I actually want to watch, like we can watch together. So yeah, I'm very happy about that. (laughs) Yeah. We're not quite in that phase in my house because we have a 11, nine and three or four year old. So we're still, Mm -hmm. 
in Disney yep. for a while, but Disney for a while. Yeah. It'll get better eventually. <laughs> so you're giving me a bright spot in my future. Yeah. It's coming just around the bend. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, I want to thank you for being here and sharing your experience as, you know, being a stepmom and all of those things. And I'm kind of curious, one last question for you mm-hmm. is do, what do they call you? Do they call you Tasha? Yeah. Do mm-hmm. they call you like, what is the thing that they call you? Yeah. So they call me Tasha, okay. um, which I have always been fine with and am totally fine with them calling me Tasha. And like, sometimes they'll introduce uh, me to others as this is my stepmom or something, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. they'll put it in like cards for like mother's day and everything. Aww. They'll say like, we love having you as a stepmom and stuff like that. But for the most part, they call me Tasha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I love that they acknowledge it at least. So. Yeah, absolutely. that's awesome. Awesome. So is there anything else that you want to share with everyone about being a stepmom, step parent, all of those things? Yeah, I would say just also be yourself in it. I think that what's great about my relationship with the girls is that I feel something that their mom like doesn't enjoy. Like I'm the one that who loves going to the mall and going, you know, shopping and makeup and all those things. And it's different from what their mom enjoys and that's okay. So don't feel like you have to be a duplicate of their parent. They're not looking for that and you don't need to be that. Just be an authentic version of yourself and get to know them as people and know that that's going to take time. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And it's also (laughs) enriching for them to have multiple people with multiple interests. Yeah. Who just love them. It's more love, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tasha. And if you want to get in touch with Tasha, you can go to the launchguild.com or tashabooth.com. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, Mastering Google My Business to increase your revenue. You can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash learn GMB and you'll be able to network with other business owners and learn all about the latest and greatest updates to Google My Business. See you there.